Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is the podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 50 years ago. Strange place to start a business. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the agency. Be sure to check out our webinar library. There's tons of resources in there, fact-finding sheets, marketing sheets that you can utilize as well. We've got lots of opportunities for you to learn new things in 2024. Speaking of that, today, Dana and I are going to be talking about New Year's resolutions and annual insurance reviews. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Hey, Dana. Happy New Year. Hi. Happy New Year, Nicole. How are you? I'm great. It's been a, a hot minute since we recorded the holidays and illness and all of those things, but we're here. We're back. We're healthy. We're happy. Yes. Happy 2024, everyone. And uh, sorry, it's been so long. Like I said, I I did get sick, me and my hubby at the same time. It's all, everyone's getting it everywhere. So I, mm-hmm. I know I'm not alone. Do you have a nice yeah. holiday, Nicole? I did. And um So if you got sick the day after Christmas, like, yeah, it's just like we all get together and then everyone gets sick. I thankfully didn't get it this time. Usually mom always catches it, but thankfully not. Knock on wood. So, yes, it was a great holiday, though. Really, really good times. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, we were coming out of it right when Christmas was coming in. So luckily by Christmas Eve, we come around enough to see the family. And then by New Year's, we were good to go, too. So it was it was nice. I mean, no one wants to get sick, but. It all worked out and still did our thing. And I guess it was pretty laid back this year and a little more quiet than normal. So which is fine too, right? (laughs) It's always a good thing. Embrace the quiet. We just said, you know, this past weekend we had some snow here and it was nice to just be for the weekend. Like it doesn't happen very often, but when you're like forced to stay home, whether it's from illness, unfortunately, or if it's weather related, it's nice just to slow down a little bit. My husband was, um, you know, kind of bouncing off the wall. So he decided to rewire the whole entire house. Not kidding. It's like a sitcom over here. But um, <laughs> he really did take the time to do some electrical work in the basement for the whole house, which I'm still scratching my head about. But anyways, um, and I got my Cricut machine out. If anyone knows what a Cricut machine is, I'm like super excited to be creative in a different way outside of marketing here at the Toscano agency and be creative just for fun, which is nice. But uh, yeah, it was nice to be stuck at home. But you, Dana? Honestly, like I don't shut down well. And for some reason with that snow rushing around and trying to get everything done before it hit Saturday morning, once it hit, I was down like finally just down I had things I did want to do like I did the typical chore stuff you know the laundry I'll see red up you know the, the house you know the oh, you are so from the other <laughs> side of the state I love <laughs> exactly. it yes um so you know tidy up if you will I don't know if that's the other word that people use that's what but... we say on this the Eagles fans say tidy yeah up. the normals <laughs> um but the typical stuff, but honestly, I, I actually was able to put my legs up and uh, and do some binge Netflix and stuff. My husband's oh, in nice. the snow business with construction, so he was out working in it, and uh, I just kind of binged. I can't tell you last time I binged like that in a long time, and I enjoyed every second of it. I will not lie, and so in the end, with the snow, 
I I don't know. It makes me anxious at times. I don't like, you know, how it can interrupt everything. But I took advantage this weekend, you know, full blown, and I liked it. So I'll thank the snow this weekend. Yeah, I (laughs) embrace don't make it too much of a thing, (laughs) right? I embrace the sweatpants, which I don't do very often. So that was nice. But I have to ask. So when you were binging, um, television watching, did you have a snack? Like, does that go together for you? Always. Okay. So what was your snack? Oh my God. Like, my husband comes home from anywhere and he knows when I have popcorn, I have my trail of popcorn and I got to clean up after myself all the time. It's ridiculous. He wants me to wear a hoodie backwards and put the hood in the front and just put the popcorn like right in the oh, hood. He saw a picture of it because <laughs> I'm nuts. Like I love everyone. You should see him. I came home from the store Saturday morning. He's like, you think you got enough popcorn? I'm like, well, snow's coming. You don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. So do you buy pre-popped popcorn? Do you buy microwave popcorn or do you like pop your own kernels? Oh, um, so I have two different types. Giant Eagle, our store here, has a big plastic bag pre-popped butter popcorn. That is the bomb. And then the Smart Pop white cheddar. Not super expensive, but it is so good. So I have usually like every week two bags of each slapped on top like ready to go he thinks i'm nuts he knows i'm nuts but wow <laughs> See, i like white cheddar popcorn i do i have to say i do what, like that but it's your snack did you snack um yes i do like popcorn too but if i make popcorn i like to pop my own kernels and put a ton of the microwave popcorn butter oil on it that you can get orville all the way um that's usually a pretty big go-to snack for me as well and i refuse to buy chips because if i buy chips yes I will eat chips, so I don't buy chips, but that's Bridge Chips, which is local to this area. I I have a problem. Um, so, yeah, I don't buy them because then I have a really big problem. Yes. I am the same way. Like, if there was a bag of Doritos around, goodbye, mm-hmm. Dorito bag. Like, I can't. I think we talked about this before. My husband can have a hand floor, too, and put them away. I just can't do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I know crazy. what I can buy and what I can't. So, I sure. don't know why I'll overkill on the popcorn, too. <laughs> I still feel guilty, but not as bad if I house the bag of Doritos. <laughs> so, I justify it somehow. <laughs> Terribly awful for you. Now, I will crave popcorn from the movies because nothing is better than popcorn yeah. from the movies. Like, when I was pregnant, I went to the movie theater just to buy popcorn. As long as you can find the pump for the extra butter. Like, yes. I was like, you, because when I used to ask them behind the thing, I mean, I haven't been to the movie. It's never forever. enough. No, I'm like, what are you doing? That's a huge thing of popcorn. I need more than that. I'm going well, in. I used I'm to going ask all layer it. in. Yes, yes, layer it. Put some popcorn in, tons of butter, popcorn. But like, I would really annoy the crap out of the guy. But. Hey, you want what you want. I'm here for a reason. Let's get this done. <laughs> I'm going to walk out of here bloated and, you know, with all this salt and butter, and I'm going to feel great about myself. <laughs> I'll never time. forget. You know how big an extra large popcorn is at the yes. theater. So I got an extra large popcorn, had my very specific instructions for my butter, and then I ordered a Diet Coke, and the kid just looks at me. And I'm like, like really? I just like Diet Coke. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge. Just give me what I ordered. You're still charging me out the wazoo anyway. Right. So just give me. But actually, I drink more. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Anyways, on to well New Year's resolutions. The, yeah, popcorn than the snacks. <laughs> you know, 
like the snow oh caps God. and stuff more on the popcorn than the candy but it's so oh. funny no but last thing on the popcorn thing but peanut m&ms i would dump oh. my thing of peanut m&ms into my bag of popcorn because it's the salty sweet oh like, peanut m&ms are heavenly they are okay. i have issues so now that we're all hungry and stuff, let's talk about resolutions or we're trying not to eat that stuff, probably. Right. <laughs> you know. So New Year's resolutions. In the insurance world, I hope that our listeners are planning their annual insurance reviews. That's kind of what we're talking about today. It is super important. Um, but outside of those professional resolutions, you know, personal resolutions are just as important and in my eyes, and I think Dana, you'll agree with me, it's a balance in life. You know, it's a balance between that professional fulfillment and that personal fulfillment. And if you have the best of both worlds, well, then you're doing pretty good and you probably smile often. So it's trying to find that balance. So I do have goals for both professional and personal. Uh, What about you, Dana? Do you have any goals and resolutions Um, there for 24? um, uh, Yes and no. Um, I have some small things that um, I'm working on personally, as far as like, as far as like, um, I'll, I'll just, I'll just tell you, like, I, I want to just live more in the moment. I think sometimes I, I work myself up thinking about things too far down the line and what I'm not getting to, or what I need to get to. And sometimes you just got to live in the moment. <clears throat> I do that with work life, personal life, running anything I do I'm always worried about the next thing but I, you got to get through this one first and you know so I'm getting better with it but that's that's been something I've been working on for a little while not just the first of the year but a little while now um but I don't know about Unicole but like honestly as far as you know the things outside that I like to do and I, this is a tough time of year for me to set goals honestly for for like my running and stuff like that yeah um because the challenge for me this time of year is just getting out there with the weather and the changes and the darkness. And so it's just a lot of extra effort to get out. It's colder. It's right. You know what it's like. So this time of year, I try to get through all that, see where I am and kind of set those goals, maybe a little bit. Not that I don't have some potential goals. I just want to see where I am in the next two, after the next two months to see if they're attainable. Um, so that's kind of where I am with that. Mm-hmm. But professionally, I want to keep growing. Um, a little over a year into my position as the underwriter. And um, as you know, with time, with everything, you you start to learn techniques and things. I want to fine tune that, be more efficient, be more successful, of course, and just fine tune it now. You know what I mean? Build some extra relationships and um, really hone them as in and, and bring it home in 24. You know, for your first year in anything, is there's a lot of learning that goes involved oh, yeah. and it gets involved. So Anyway, how about you, Nicole? What do you? Yeah, um, I have a couple things going on on the personal side. You know, I have my my running goals, and um, you know, like you said, Dana, this is a it's a time on the struggle bus right now. Um, with being dark and cold, it's demotivating for me. Um, but I feel like I'm getting over my hump. This is usually the time of year when all my training falls completely flat because I don't want to be outside in the cold and I hate going to the gym and I don't want to sound negative, but like I do this vicious Mm -hmm. cycle and then I just, and then I start all over again in spring and have to rebuild everything back up. And I've been doing this for a couple of years now. So I'm like, you know what, this year is going to be different. You know, I joined running club um, over the summer to train for the half marathon. And I find it very motivating to run in group. So I'm continuing to do that on Thursday nights. I have my wonderful run vest from my friend Dana, and now I've got my uh, 
my headlamp thing that went along with it that Santa brought me. So I'm real happy about that. So I glow like a Christmas tree like Dana when I run in groups. So that's that helps me to get back out there. But I've been running on my lunch breaks a couple times a week. I set out what my schedule is going to be when I have a mileage goal for the year, which I set and I feel like it's a little low, but um, my mileage goal for the year is 650 miles, which I know isn't that's much great. for some, but for me, it's, it's, it's that's a pretty, it's a pretty big goal. Um, but I've got a race this weekend, so it's called Shiver by the River, I'm running six miles by the river and it's going to be cold. Is um, it? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really cold. Um, but that's okay. So having those events and things to look forward to help me. Like I'm doing a teddy bear trot next month too, where we're actually running teddy bears to a local shelter and group. So little things like that will help. But on the professional side, you know, I've got some goals for the agency that are kind of supplied to me. Um, but I've got some different angles I want to take for some marketing direction and some creativity to go in with that and to drip campaigns and such to connect with customers and uh, just get good imagery paired with what we're trying to share here. So I have some pretty specific things that I'm working on professionally to help the organization. So hopefully those mm-hmm. things work. But The thing with resolutions is, okay, we can say what we want to do, but if we don't plan what we want to do, it doesn't really matter what we say. So I took that as an opposite approach this year. So I started planning things and then building my resolution off of the plan. So I kind of flipped it around backwards. And that strategy, I feel, actually works out a little bit better for me. So We'll see. Ask me in about three months how I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I, I think I say this. Yeah, I've probably said this before. The, the thing about resolutions is they're not just for the new year. I mean, things happen in life. You can set a goal. Even if you had improvement, but you're not to where you want to be, let's say in four weeks or six weeks or something, who cares? You made some improvement. Just take that, yeah. adjust it, tweak it and keep going. Um, but you can also do it at any time. Like I just discussed with you with this mm-hmm. whole weather and things like every year it's a struggle this time. And But just to get through it and be as consistent as you can and do what you can and adapt what you can, that alone in itself is an accomplishment. So then once yeah. you get through that, you can set another goal. So mm-hmm. don't, I always say don't put so much pressure on the first of the year. If you really don't know what you want to do or what to do, like like Nicole said, do the planning if that's what you need to do. If you have to start it, you know, in a month from now, or mm-hmm. you say by April 1st, when I know the weather, this is my goal, or if you have to wait six weeks, it's okay. But if you have, you have an idea what you want to do, that's fine too. So I know a lot of people put pressure because I get it. New year, fresh start, I get it. But things happen too. Like I honestly, my me getting sick right before Christmas, resolutions and stuff. I was just like, mm-hmm. I get the last thing I could think about, you know what I mean? So yeah. things happen towards the end of years that you, you might be a little delayed in getting to what you want to do, but it's never too late just because you miss it in January. doesn't mean you have to wait a whole other year to start something. Exactly. Fresh. So yeah, that's my, see, I'm a person who loves Mondays and my husband like wants to vomit when I say that. Cause he hates a Monday. I love a Monday. I see a Monday as a fresh start. Okay. I'm going to kill it this week. This is what I'm going to do. I've got this many de- days to do it, you know, whatever it may be. I love it. Like, I just think it's a great way to take control 
of your day, of your week, and slide your goals in there. But you can only slide your goals in there if you've taken the time to plan how you're getting to them. If you haven't taken the time to plan and you're just going to sit here and say, I'm going to run 650 miles, well, that's not obviously going to happen in one week. How are you going to do that? Now, that's a simple example, obviously, but you know, you get the idea. So breaking it down. So if it's if it's a sales goal, you need to figure out how many phone calls you need to make and how many of those phone calls turn into a quote opportunity and how many of those quote opportunities to turn into binders. And then you can break it down by the week so you can figure it out. A lot of people miss that step. So really important. And you know, annual insurance reviews. I got to bring it back to annual insurance reviews. I use them as a great tool at my agency. I tell agents to do this all of the time. This is a great way to upsell, to cross-sell, and most importantly, cover your butt for E&O purposes. Like, this is a way to connect with your customers, to build a relationship. We're going through a hard market right now. And if you are an agency who has established relationships with your clients, it doesn't matter that it's a hard market. If you have not done that, you potentially could lose a big chunk of your business. Do you agree, Dana? Oh, for sure. For sure. No, I think we've talked too. I mean, I, I feel badly. I mean, I think there's a lot more challenges of getting people in there. But I mean, we do have the virtual options and whatever can be done to accommodate it. Um so I, I do feel for the retail agents out there. I think it's probably a lot harder to get people to come in those doors. Um, I would prefer it because I still like kind of the one-on-one stuff. I think it's more intimate. I'm not saying no, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I maybe I'm putting up a challenge that's really not there. I just feel like with the different generations, they're used to, you know, instant access and they don't want to go out of their way. <laughs> you know, they're shopping online, everything online. So mm-hmm. whatever it is that the new evolutions of technology take advantage of them to get these in. And like Nicole said, obviously in the end, you want to pretend protect your insured to the fullest extent that you can. Yeah. Uh, and but you also need to protect yourself. So it's a it's a twofold thing as far as making sure they're adequately protected. And if you offered something and they said no, document, sign off, you know, that way in the case something happens to everyone's covered and everyone's covered. Exactly. And, you know, even if you cannot complete an annual insurance review with every single one of your clients, you should at least extend it to them and then document your file because that holds up in an ENO case as well. Document it well, be consistent in your documenting, and that'll be proof for you if you do end up having to go to court for something. Here, we tried to reach out to you, Mr. Insured, on this date and sent you an email on this date and sent you a letter on this date, and you did not participate in your opportunity for an annual insurance review. So that helps too. And I'm not saying we always need to be proving a case to protect ourselves, but it is a big part of what we do. We are insurance professionals and we can't deny the fact that we do need to protect ourselves while we're trying to protect others. Like it's true. It's absolutely positively true. But the whole point is to really identify and just make sure that our clients are covered exactly how they have to be. That's what we're here for. That's what they're expecting from us. And they're not getting that warm, fuzzy, ooey, gooey, chocolate chip feeling from somebody online. They're just not getting it. And, you know, until someone's had that claim experience and realizes how much they do want that personal touch, then they come back over to the independent agent. We're always going to be here. There's always going to be a need for us. Technology is not going to take over and replace insurance professionals. It's just not going to happen. Right. Right. So Dana, when you, yeah, (laughs) 
Um, when you were doing annual insurance reviews, what was the best way for you to get people to commit to meeting with you to do them? What worked well for you? Um, well, we timed it out. I think we always said we ran the X date. So we timed it out that we were getting to them. What is it? Within two months, probably of expiration, start reaching yeah. out. Yeah. But to commit, we, we tried to we we have to be flexible with their schedule. That's definitely a big thing. If they really seem interested and they're responding to your cues. Honestly, Nicole, I can't recall all the way. Like we would call, we would email. We were towards the end, we were getting into texting and as far as reaching out to them. But to get someone towards the end, it was getting a challenge just people to, to pick up the phone or call you back or something like that. And I'll be honest, I remember there was times we were just kind of leaving bland messages like hey it's Dana from State Farm if you don't mind give me a call back about your account like just to see if they call back just because when you put the review in the message they didn't always say that yeah I'm gonna be completely honest and they would call back and then you'd actually have a conversation I haven't reviewed with you in a while and sometimes that actually led up to it sometimes they call back and they'd be upset and then they hang up but at least you had the contact I'm not saying that's the best way I'm just being honest with some methods we tweaked over the years just to get someone to call us back, especially ones because you're going to have in your log when you do this every year, you're going to have the ones that, you know, probably you're not, like you never get a hold of, you know, yeah. and so you're trying to go the extra lengths and, and do what you can to get them in there. Um, but like you said, Nicole, just document when you can. But a- after a while, like if we had decent relationships, you know, in these agencies that they would call back and they might say, you know what, we're still OK. But nothing much has changed unless there's something new that you want. You know, sometimes oh, we also took advantage of different changes, examples, homeowners mm-hmm. endorsements or um, do you remember when Uber started and mm-hmm. we had to try to warn people that don't just take your car and drive for Uber. We now have an endorsement on the auto policy that we need to talk to you about before you do that. Cause library is usually excluded on, on personal auto. So things like that, we would take advantage of those too and try to yeah, reach no, That's out. good. That's definitely good. Um, and you know, there's no magic solution to try to get people to commit to things. You're certainly right about that. What I will say is if you have, you know, met with a client and you're the person who sold them their policies and you've made that connection and you have that relationship and you follow this process from the very beginning, you'll have more success. Now, I'm not sitting here saying you can't do annual insurance reviews with clients that you didn't write that someone else did. However, what I am saying is you will have easier success from the beginning if you start this as you're building your client base, most certainly. Um, So don't give up. And, you know, Dana and I talked about New Year's resolutions, just because it's not working this week, calling people doesn't mean it's not going to work the following week. So just stay at it. Try to keep your chin up and be positive and you'll get through it and be successful. Yep. As always. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yep. Okay. Well, Dana, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. I appreciate it. And I'm uh, anxious to hear what your mileage resolution is going to be later in the year. All right. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everyone. Right. Thanks. Yeah, bye. And I'm on the roll.